Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Two of our broadcasts. Before the break, I was sharing with you uh, a Breitbart piece on an op-ed in the New York Times, which basically lays out the case for getting rid of the Constitution altogether, just getting rid of all of it. It's not surprising that these so-called scholars have taken that position. I've been sharing with you what's also sad is where so many Democrats are, not all, but many. I'm going to continue talking about this a little bit later on. But before we get there, I want to turn attention to one man who made a difference and as I was as I was just reflecting on this a few minutes ago I was thinking about people who have made a difference in their lifetimes on an issue I think of somebody like William Wilberforce in the United Kingdom his impact on the slave trade how he fought this battle throughout his life and the same way the person I'm about to describe to you who we have lost is one who has put a lot of time energy and sacrifice into one issue that sadly is still not getting the attention that it deserves I'm talking about our power grid we still find ourselves very vulnerable one of my favorite talk show hosts Mark Levin recognizes the magnitude of this loss the loss of a man he's characterized as a hero an American hero, Peter Pry. Posting on his Twitter account, it's with deep sorrow, I inform you of the passing of an American hero, Peter Pry. He was a kind and brilliant man who so loved this country. Our deepest sympathy to his family, from my family, and the millions of you who became familiar with him. May he rest in peace. For those of you who may not be familiar with Peter Pry, he was a senior fellow with the Center for Security Policy. I'm going to share some words from the man who leads up that particular agency a little bit later on. But Peter Pry was the executive director of the Task Force on National and Homeland Security and director of the U.S. Nuclear Strategy Forum. He served on the Congressional EMP Commission and worked for the House Armed Services Committee and the CIA. The author of Apocalypse. Let's try this again. The author of Apocalypse Unknown, The Struggle to Protect America from an Electromagnetic Pulse Catastrophe and Electric Armageddon. His work has appeared in the Wall Street Journal, Newsmax, 
The Hill, National Review, Real Clear Defense, and other publications. This is a man who was truly, he was truly a voice in the wilderness. Because while there is a whole lot of white noise out there about a whole lot of things, this is for all the cards, folks. An EMP, EMP could just completely take this country out. And I would dare say that I don't think we've made any significant moves to make ourselves safer from this threat. In <laughs> recent years, I don't see it. Maybe our guest will correct me on this. I hope so. By the way, we'll talk more about this a little while. We have breaking news about Dr. Anthony Fauci. He is stepping down in December as head of Infectious Disease Institute. That is a new development here. We'll mention more about this a little bit later on. But one person who got to know Peter Pry, and I had the opportunity to meet him at a conference right here in the Carolinas several years ago, and he brought his expertise on this subject of EMPs and our power grid. Um, just this guy's just a wealth of information, and, and it's a terrible loss that we've experienced here. Uh, the person who invited him is the executive director of the Mom and Pop Alliance of South Carolina. I'm referring to uh, my good friend in the upstate, Diane Hardy. Uh, good morning. Welcome to the broadcast, Diane. Oh, hi, Viv. Thank you so much for having me on this morning. I wish it was under uh, happier conditions, but yeah, such a great loss with uh, Dr. Peter, Peter Pry's passing. Tell us about Peter Pry and uh, his uh, really uh, tireless efforts to bring awareness about this issue. Uh, what stands out to you and how effective he was on this? Oh, my gosh. He was amazing because he was just such a selfless yet brilliant man you know he was so brilliant he could have made a fortune in the private sector but he chose to spend his life trying to raise the warning about our electrical grid and it was so disappointing that um that we have not heeded his warnings yet uh, you know his emp commission report came out the exact same day as the 9-11 report so that's what got all the attention um he even was instrumental in um contacting the author who wrote the book six, six, uh, 60 Seconds After, I think that's what it's called. I don't know. I've read all of them. but And he said, you know, I'm having trouble getting the word out, maybe if you wrote a book on it. Um, he was tireless and such a selfless patriot and incredibly brilliant. And on, on top of it, he was just um, kind and just, a, just a, an unusual, just kind soul, but yet tireless in, in his work. You know, it's kind of interesting. You mentioned uh, his work of his coming out in the same day, the uh, 9-11 report. What do you think it is that keeps those in power from doing something on this? It, because uh, this is not complicated. It's it's allotting the money and making the plans to, to shore up our power grid and some other steps. What's so difficult about this, Diane Harding? I have no idea. I cannot figure it out. I don't. I, I know some people don't even want to go there mentally. They'll say it's just too disturbing to think about. So I don't know if it's just burying our head in the sand. I also think that 
you know, legislators love to talk about new things that they're doing and to, to actually discuss the vulnerabilities of our grid. I think they just don't want to even bring it up. Now, whenever I have an opportunity to be before a federal legislator, I always do ask the question. And I was at one event years ago, and I asked Jeff Duncan in a room full of people, and he said, thank you for asking that question. We need more attention to that. But we as citizens aren't driving it either. We really need to be driving this issue. We're working on so many issues, but all of them pale in comparison to losing our entire grid. You can say that again, because we're uh, we're talking about essentially the death of this country. If something like this ever happens, an EMP, um, this is not a threat to be uh, taken lightly. And we certainly hope now that uh, there will be others who will take on this issue. Uh, really, responsibility is, is really for all of us uh, to make sure that this gets done. Uh, unfortunately... That's about all the time we have for this segment today. We're going to have you back on soon to talk about what's going on with the mom and pop alliance. Is that a deal? That is a deal. That sounds great. You let me know when and be happy to talk about that because we have some good news happening on that front. Absolutely. Uh, Diane Hardy, thanks so much uh, for joining us on the broadcast this morning and and talking about uh, Peter Pry and his impact still to come. We're going to get another perspective on this from the man who heads up the Center for Security Policy to give us some sense of uh, the importance of this man's work. And again, I want to remind you, uh, this is a work for all of us. We've got to raise awareness about this and demand action is taken now. We can't play around with this. As I said, this is for all the cards, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, We have an event like this and all of these stupid things that we spend time debating, discussing. We will find that it was a waste of time. All irrelevant in light of this one. Stay with us. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois.
And on the text line, the this text are reminding us of this bill, this book, actually. And the book I strongly encourage you to read, it's called One Second After. One Second After. In fact, it's set in the city of Black Mountain, North Carolina. For those of you who did not realize that. With a forward by Newt Gingrich. This texture says the reason the government won't do anything about EMP threats, because our leaders will be safe and comfortable, but 90% of the rest of us will die within a year. Yet, this is what I mean by all the cards, folks. There's no reason this has not been addressed, none at all. But they can sure find all kinds of excuses and reasons for pork and stupid pieces of legislation like the kind that just got passed here by the House and Senate and approved by the President. But this is where we are, ladies and gentlemen. I want to share with you what was written by Frank Gaffney. He's the founder and executive chairman of the Center for Security Policy, describing this loss. And as I do so, can I just challenge all of us to take up this cause and this issue? Because this is one that poses an existential threat to all that we are and do. We all need to pick up the cause. should not be on one man. I've always said this about everything important. America lost one of its most formidable national security practitioners, most inspiring patriots, Friday evening, with the untimely passing of Dr. Vincent, Peter Vincent Pry. In the course of a career spanning nearly 40 years, Dr. Pry served with a distinction first in the executive branch of the federal government as a verification analyst in the Arms Control and Disarmament Agency and as an intelligence officer in the CIA, specializing in Soviet nuclear forces and doctrine. This guy has a very, very long history. Subsequently, Peter Pry was a professional staff member on the House Armed Services Committee from 95 to 2001. In that capacity, he played a decisive role in enacting legislation in 2001, establishing the Blue Ribbon Commission to assess the threat to the United States from electromagnetic pulse. He went on to serve as the commission's staff director under its formidable chairman, Dr. William Graham. And with Dr. Pry's tireless help, the EMP Threat Commission produced multiple reports, briefings, congressional testimonies that constitute the most authoritative and comprehensive analyses of the grave vulnerabilities associated with our most critical of critical infrastructures, America's electric grid. It was Dr. Pry's life work to have the commission's recommendations concerning steps Necessary to harden the grid fully implemented. Peter Pry was also a staff member of two other congressionally mandated commissions. The Commission on the New Strategic Posture of the United States. The Commission on the Strategic Posture of the United States. This was two times he served on this commission. At the time of his passing, Executive Director of the Task Force on National and Homeland Security. The Congressional Advisory Board dedicated to achieving protection of the United States from electromagnetic pulse, cyber attack, mass destruction, terrorism, and other threats to civilian critical infrastructures on an accelerated basis. In addition, Dr. Pry was the director of the United States Nuclear Strategy Forum, another advisory panel to the Congress, focused on developing policies to counter weapons of mass destruction. Also a senior fellow of the Center 
for security policy. As part of his tireless advocacy for protecting the electric grid, Dr. Pry authored nine books, including The Long Sunday and Blackout Wars, countless essays, op-eds, also gave innumerable TV and radio interviews, appeared in a number of documentary films, including a newly released one narrated by Dennis Quaid, entitled Grid Up, Power Down. Actually, it's Grid Down, Power Up. Can make sure we get that right. Peter Vincent Pry, founding member of and inspiration for the Center for Security Policy, Secure the Grid Coalition. Like him, the coalition is dedicated to the task of protecting every American by ensuring what is formerly known as the bulk power distribution system upon which virtually all of us are critically dependent is finally made resilient to all hazards, including EMP, as well as reliable. Dr. Pry has been properly described as truly a national treasure. He'll be sorely missed by all who love freedom and dedicate their lives, as he did so nobly and effectively, to secure it. Can we, on this day, dedicate ourselves to taking up this cause? To grab this issue like a dog with a bone and do not let go. This is most important, and there's no reason why we cannot do set-aside legislation, just specific legislation on this alone. No attachments, no pork, no garbage. In fact, I'm going to add this just now. This is just on the top of my head now. I want a, a president, a presidential candidate, who's going to be a champion on this issue. I mean, if... If Joe Biden wants to take up this issue and get it done today, I would absolutely love that because this is time critical, folks. We're talking about years of work. This isn't going to be done overnight. If Joe Biden will do it, great. I don't think he will. But if a presidential candidate does not talk about this, does not address this, I consider that person to be largely irrelevant. I'm just being honest with you. If we're going to talk about all kinds of other things, especially ourselves, and not talk about this, it shows that we're really unserious about the things that are most important. That's where I am anyway. What do you think? Is this too harsh? I don't think so. Way too important important an issue. I talked about how earlier about this op-ed and how unfortunately a lot of voters are prepared for the radical America that the left wants to set up here on our shores. I want to hit you with this before the break. And I want you to think on this. Most of President Joe Biden's strongest supporters are in favor of rewriting the Constitution. Among voters who strongly approve of Biden's job performance as president, 54%, at least some would agree, the Constitution should be mostly or completely rewritten. By contrast, among voters who strongly disapprove of Biden's performance, just 10% agree the Constitution should be rewritten. 81% strongly disagree with rewriting the Constitution. 
Also last month, Georgetown University law professor Rosa Brooks stated Americans were slaves to the U.S. Constitution, which was written by a tiny group of white slave-owning men. What a moron. In May, President Joe Biden, while pushing for more gun control, told reporters the Constitution, the Second Amendment, was never absolute. In March, an MSNBC panelist, the nation's justice correspondent, Ellie Mistal, called the Constitution trash, written by the captains of the slaving industry. He said the founding fathers were racist, misogynist, jerk faces, and spoke of the importance of critiquing the origins of the Constitution, which he described as not great and often working purposely toward those not great outcomes. We'll finish this as if we needed more after this. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. of the Vince Coakley radio program amid reverence to a a real assault on the Constitution this by two scholars, Ivy League scholars and we cited as well the views of some Americans including some so-called leaders Lastly, I mentioned this in 2020, University of Texas at Austin constitutional law professor Richard Albert argued the United States should revise the Constitution to remove racist and gendered language. You know, people who think this is so important, they reveal their ignorance. These are not complicated things to work around at all. I don't read this. When it talks about all men are created equal, it's not a stretch for me. I don't have trouble recognizing this is for everybody, women included, blacks included. That's what the text says. So to get into all these semantical arguments and ad hominem arguments against the Constitution based on who these people were and the fact they had slaves. It's it's really pathetic is what it is. Quite pathetic. But I thought you should know what we were up against. Because not only do we have academia pushing this nonsense, we've got millions of Americans who subscribe to this view. I told you we would tell you more detail about this story of Anthony Fauci. Described as the public face of the U.S. response to the pandemic, plans to step down in December. 
as the head of the Infectious Disease Institute. He's led the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases since 1984. The guy's 81 years old. The guy needs to be home, period. Or in prison. He's actually served through seven presidential administrations. His career has put him at the forefront of every modern-day scourge, including AIDS, anthrax back in 2001, Ebola, Zika, coronavirus pandemic. Known for decades in scientific circles, he achieved wide fame and did battle with President Donald Trump and his supporters as COVID claimed more than one million lives here in the U.S. But again... Dr. Anthony Fauci plans to step down in December as head of the Infectious Disease Institute. And I say, good riddance. Nothing personal, but we don't need people like him in positions of power, period. It's another example of what I've said before about people who believe themselves to be the center of attention. He believe, believes that he is the epitome of science. He's pretty much said so, which means he probably should have never been in this job in the first place. Anthony was wrong so many times during the COVID period, this texter says, you think. (laughs) On the Constitution, Vince, the Constitution is the one government document that maintains the value and rights of the individual. Guaranteed citizens would not be crushed by tyranny if abandoned. America will quickly become a footnote in history, a light that shines brightly, that snuffed itself out when it failed. When it failed to stop recognizing inalienable rights. Yeah, pretty basic. I thought you was a pretty smart fella. All men created equal didn't include black people. We wasn't even considered as a person. What does the document say? This goes back to what I've said plenty of times before. What was Martin Luther King's position? Did he Is that his argument? No, it never was his argument. He said, I'm carrying here a promissory note, and I'm here to collect, because he knew that document did include him. He was asserting that it always has. So just remember that. The Founding Fathers, while wow, being judged for not being perfect... we're very selective in our judgment aren't we very selective and this texture said and yet so many of you voted for Donald Trump but he wanted to be the center of attention not anything that I'm encouraging all men are created equal includes all races in the womb as well I would certainly agree with that. Oh boy, pretty ugly comment about that, Dr. Anthony Fauci. One I will not share on the air. <laughs> My goodness. Oh, wow. What else can I say to that one? I don't have time to jump into some of the other things that I was intending to talk about today. I will give you a preview. We're going to talk about the raid at Mar-a-Lago. And the continued investigation response from members of Congress on this will address 2024. What is Ron DeSantis doing? Is he going to run no matter what? 
Is he waiting to see if Trump runs? What are the liabilities for Mr. DeSantis, for instance? Is there a place for him, even if Trump is one of the candidates? We will address that. Also, we'll talk about what's happening to downtowns in some of the liberal-run cities in this country. It is amazing the stories we're seeing about economic downturn. These downtown areas are literally dying. Why? You know why. It's crime. Crime that is unchecked because of liberal policies. After all, you know, we need to show more compassion toward these folks who've committed crimes. You know, they may have had a difficult childhood or something. I don't know. (laughs) We will talk about these subjects and much more as we uh, continue our broadcast. And I'd love to get your thoughts and perspectives on all that we discuss right here. Stay with us. Final stretch of the Vince Coakley radio program on this Monday as we get our week started off right. And we have a total of seven questions to pose to Chris with this week's, this day's quiz. How are you doing, doing today, Chris? I'm doing well. Hope you are. Yes, sir. We began in this all-important year, 1776. Who are these dastardly folks who arrived on Long Island? General Howe's army estimated to be 20,000 men. Who were these people? I can give you a hint if you need one. Uh, Now, just give me the answer. How about this line? The Redcoats are coming. That's who arrived. The the, the Minutemen. They arrived on the island to uh, begin basically a defense of the uh, king's territory. That's what this was about in 1776. 1851, rather appropriately so, this country won the first America's Cup. What country was it? America. (laughs) Exactly. The U.S. won it. 1851. 1864, it's probably the the most well-known relief agency on the planet. It was formed in 1864. What's the name of this organization? The Red Cross. Yes, the International Red Cross. Everybody around the world knows them. 1950, Althea Gibson is her name, and she broke an important color barrier in this sport, playing in the U.S. Open. Well, that narrows it down to two sports that have U.S. Opens. I'm going to say tennis. You you are correct. It is indeed tennis. All right. 1969, this devastating hurricane just hammered the Gulf Coast, killing almost 300 people, $1.4 billion in damage. Pretty ugly storm. Who did this? What was her name? Her? Uh, There's your hint. uh, Hortense. (laughs) Was there Hurricane Hortense? Yeah, we come up with all kinds of crazy names. Why not? Why not? This is actually Camille. 
uh-huh. who uh, was responsible for all this death and destruction. An uh, easier question for you from 1975. This president survived a second assassination attempt in 17 days. This one by Sarah Jane Moore. I remember those. Those were crazy. I think both of them were kind of off their rocker. Um, who was this president in 75? Well, that would be Nixon, I guess. Oh, no. This is post-Watergate. So it was actually President Ford. Two was... people tried to assassinate yes. President Ford. He wasn't even elected. <laughs> How did he inspire that much passion in anyone? Ex- I know. I think it that's was a trick question. I, th- I think my first answer was right. <laughs> Just kind of general prince. Gerald Ford, come on. I, you know, it would be interesting to read more about this because I, I remember as a child this going on and thinking it was just so strange, very strange. 2007, we conclude with this one. This team absolutely thumped the Baltimore Orioles. The score was 30-3, to a record for runs scored by one team. What was the team who came out on top of the Orioles? That's... Uh, Got to be one you're closely following baseball to know this one. Um, the Atlanta Braves. Actually, it's the Texas Rangers. Okay. Rangers ran up that score 30-3. to three. The f- This is one of those, how, if you're on the Orioles team, how do you even go out on the field? I mean, it's... Did they go out on the field? I mean, yes, they completed the game. I t- they showed up, but they didn't show up. How's that? That's about right. That's right. <laughs> That's a good way to characterize it. Okay, weird story for you. You ready for this one? Sure. This is one of the weirdest stories I've ever seen. This is so a child to do this. Two-year-old kills snake by biting it back after it bit her lip. This is a true story, folks. Newsweek, Newsweek reporting on this. A two-year-old bit a snake to death in Turkey after she was struck first. The toddler was in her backyard. Neighbors heard her screaming. They found the child with a 20-inch snake clinched between her teeth. After a bite mark was found on the girl's lip, she was rushed to a nearby hospital for treatment and observation. Mehmet Erkin, the toddler's father, said, Our neighbors have told me the snake was in the hand of my child. She was playing with it, and then it bit her. Then she bit the snake back as a reaction. The father was away at work when this occurred, by the way. The type of the snake, currently unknown. The toddler appears to be doing well. There was some concern since 12 of the 45 species found in Turkey are considered venomous. That's uh, pretty scary odds there. That's about one in four. Dr. Drew Ricketts, assistant professor and extension wildlife management specialist at Kansas State University, said more than half of the instances where someone gets bitten by a venomous snake occur when the person tries to engage with a reptile. Well, you don't have to worry about that with me. I will never engage with a reptile. (laughs) I'm just telling you. Rickett said, most of our snake species, unless you surprise them or step really close to a snake, they will not strike you most of the time. If you're not fooling with a snake, they typically will not strike at us. By the way, the best approach, just in case you needed to hear this, I didn't. When encountering a snake, the best approach, go a different direction. Leave the animal alone. Did you need to be told that, Chris? 
Or you inclined um, to go out? I and... guess I needed to be told it once because I'm not going to do it anymore. <laughs> I'm still blown away by this little girl biting the snake. And it's, the snake is dead. Oh, my goodness. Pretty amazing story. Just never know what you're going to hear on this program. That's all the time we have. Thank you very much for joining us today. And Lord willing, we're back tomorrow at the same time, same station. Have yourselves a great day, and God bless you. Adios. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.